Welcome, VegHead listeners. This is Robin, or maybe I should say Bula, as they say in Fiji. I recently returned from Fiji, and I was going to talk a little bit about that because many of you have sent me messages because you follow me on Instagram or Facebook and have seen my saw my photographs, and and many of you asked me why I was down there. So, the you know the short version is I have to do a research project. For my graduate studies, and I figured if I have to do all that work, I might as well go someplace to collect my data. And Fiji was it. I was in Fiji last summer volunteering with a nonprofit doing nutrition uh, consultations and fell in love with the country and the people and um, wanted to go back there and spend a little bit longer and, and maybe kind of look at maybe a little deeper at what the nutritional implications are for, for their health. And the way the program was set up with this nonprofit, uh, Projects Abroad is who I went through, uh, was they allowed me to come back because I was there the previous summer and work within their framework where we would go out and do screenings of adults and mainly women, um, and that's what I was primarily looking at was uh, women. And and then we do these screenings where we would, you know, look at their, um, you know, height, weight, BMI, blood pressure, and blood sugar, and uh, and you know, just kind of give them nutritional advice uh, to help them make better nutritional choices, food choices. And uh, my research was looking at. Um, there's two primary uh, uh, ethnicities there. There's the Indo-Fijians who are um, of Indian descent from India, and there's the native Fijians. And so, and it's interesting because we go to these different villages, we'll go to a Fijian village and we'll see like a lot of high blood pressures and you'll see some high blood sugars as well. And then we'll go to an um, Indo-Fijian village where you see a lot of high blood sugars. And um, and that really interested me my first year there. And I want to go back and kind of look at that some more. What was the difference between um, those two ethnic groups? I mean, culturally, they're very different. And we know with culture, foods play into that. So they, you know, eat very different foods. And so I was like, well, what's going on there? Why Why is that? The result is their health is still compromised either way. Um, you know, more might tend to have diabetes versus others might have more heart disease. Um, but in in general, they were both, um, we saw high levels in both. And um, obesity uh, is in both, eth- in both of the ethnic groups. So my research was sort of looking at those two different groups. And then I was wanting to look at more traditional foods of what they they would eat traditionally, culturally. And also, I was really interested in their perceived health. Um, the Ministry of Health in Fiji, you know, has, they know there's a problem. They know there's a problem with diabetes and heart and, and um, cardiovascular disease. And they're, you know, trying to um, attack that and, you know, get information out. And I was like, why is that not working? There's obviously a weak link somewhere in the pipeline that it's not getting out to these people. And it occurred to me that maybe they just don't think that they're sick or that message applies to them. 
they don't realize that their weight might be um, affecting their health or what they're eating might be affecting their health. Um, in Fiji in general, a larger body sizes um, are more accepted than they are here in the U.S. And, um, and we know that, you know, often um, obesity will uh, uh, contribute to chronic disease, lifestyle diseases. So I was kind of interested in that. And I, I can't say I have any results at this point to share with you because I haven't synthesized and gone through and looked at the analysis yet. That's that's for this next semester. Uh, but I will report back. But those were that's what kind of drew me there. And um, and and what I found and what I know to be true when I sat down with these people um, and I was there three weeks. We saw a lot of um, a lot of people. And I sat down and I would do their their uh, 24-hour recall, which is a common um, uh, tool used by dietitians, uh, which I'm not a dietitian yet, but I'm on my way. And a common thing we use to see what people are eating. And, you know, typically as humans, we eat a lot of the same foods. We eat what we can afford. We eat what's available to us. We eat what we like. And it's no different there. And we also eat what our culture sort of dictates, what we're used to eating growing up. And um, what you see in Fiji is uh, you see, you know, a lot of coconut being used because coconuts are everywhere and they're, you know, easy to access. And um, people think that coconut is super healthy. And, you know, eating the raw coconut, um, you know, it has some fiber, has some nutrients, all those things. Um, probably way better than eating the coconut milk that they tend to like to use. And coconut oil, by all means, is a refined food. And what people don't realize with coconut is, even though it's plant-based, um, coconut is still very high in saturated fat. And uh, a lot of the proponents of coconut oil, uh, extra virgin coconut oil, they say is better than the other type or whatever the type they tout and they're trying to sell you. The point still remains that it is saturated fat, even though it's from a plant. And they try to tell you that the medium chain triglycerides that you find in it are the good type. And um, there's really no truth to that. Um, the limited amounts of MCTs they have in coconut oil don't um, outweigh some of the negative effects. So I would say use coconut oil. And I think I might have talked this in, in previous podcasts. You can use it on your skin. Just don't ingest it. Okay. Um, you know, if, if it can be good for all these various things, it's probably not the, the best thing for you to be eating. And I've seen that in, in the Fijian islands. Um, they eat a lot of, they eat a traditional food. The Fijians eat a traditional food um, called roro, which starts out with these leafy greens, which is awesome. Um, but then they cook it in coconut milk, the coconut milk that they've often made from scratch, which is a, a labor of love. It's a lot of work. But um, then they throw away all the coconut flesh, you know, so to speak, where you would get the fiber that might actually kind of help and they just use the, the milk from it, which they mix with water and stuff. And so it's not as refined as coconut oil, but it definitely um, is adding fat to the meals. And they eat a lot. I mean, it's, um, it's, uh, it's tasty. I, I tasted some. And, 
if there's a way you could, you know, cook it without so much coconut milk, it might, or, 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 you know, less fat coconut milk, it'd probably be desirable. But what you find in Fiji is a lot of those um, products that we're used to here in the U.S. of getting non-fat or low-fat or, um, you know, options aren't available there. So they're, that's what they eat. That's what they've always eaten and continue to eat. And the same thing with they use a lot of whole milk um, in their cooking and, and coffee and tea and that sort of thing. And I looked, and the particular store I went to, I couldn't even find skim milk. Um, couldn't even find it. So, uh, you know, so they consume what they have, right? And uh, the what we saw with the two villages of, you know, high um, blood sugars in the Indian villages and the Indo-Fijian villages and the high blood pressures in um, uh the feed, the native Fijian villages was really of interest to me. But when I looked at what they're eating, um, just as I was sitting down going through their diet recalls, uh, they still consume a lot of saturated fat. And what I know um, that, you know, whether it comes from um, coconut or it comes from animal products, dairy, meat, um, cheese, which is dairy, um, it's still saturated fat. And there's no doubt that saturated fat contributes to coronary heart disease. Um, That data has been around since the 1950s. And there has been a recent study that's come out and questioned that. And, you know, I, 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 I looked at it and basically, you know, it hasn't changed some of the really big um, organizations that, you know, kind of tout what's healthy, like the World Health Organization and the American Heart Association have all said that we know that there's a link between saturated fat and you should certainly lower your intake of saturated fat. And where you get that um, is from animal products. So, um, for certainly for your heart, that's a way to go. And so my recommendation to the people I would counsel would be to lower that. And that means using less oil. So they use a lot of oil in everything. And that was seen across the board, um, between the two ethnic groups. And, um, so I'd recommend they did that. And, um, I recommend you do that, um, so trying to tie what I saw in Fiji with how we eat here um, is the same thing. Uh, that's why I promote plant-based nutrition is that, you know, you don't want that saturated fat. And um, it's, it's easy. That one of the reasons plant-based is slightly different than vegan, yes, vegans don't eat animal products, right? Um, but they don't worry so much about... Um, uh, fats. I mean, of course, they're not getting saturated fats because they're not eating animal products, but you can still be eating processed foods that have uh, canola oil or olive oil, which are, you know, people think they're very healthy. And they are healthier options. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, they still have some saturated fat in them. Um, so if you have heart disease, I, and, you know, are trying to reverse that, which is, you know, um, uh, you know, possible, I would say you need to avoid those things as well, because you're still getting um, some saturated fat there. But 
for sure, what you if you're trying to lose weight also, oil doesn't give you anything. It gives you just calories. Um, there's no nutrients. It's so refined. There's no nutrients. There's no phytochemicals. There's, you know, I don't think there's, I don't know if there's any antioxidants or not, not like when you would eat an apple. There's no fiber. Um, and we know it contributes to, it has inflammatory molecules. It can you know, oils contribute to inflammation, um, but certainly saturated fat. Um, some of the uh, plant-based uh, saturated fats, there's some data out there that says that they actually lower inflammation, but they're comparing it to saturated fat. So I'd be like, like to see it compared to not eating it at all. And um, so, you know, that's kind of my basis of being plant-based. I want to avoid that stuff. And so that's why I encourage you to be really careful of your oil intake. Um, Certainly in uh, Fiji, it was, it's, it's contributing to their heart disease and um, it's contributing to the diabetes. So um, it was difficult because some of my um, uh, co-volunteers, um, it's it's from all over the world. So you're working side by side, which is a pretty cool thing. You're working side by side with other volunteers that have learned other things. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, um, I was working with a nurse from Switzerland and, um, you know, they have a little different slant on things as far as diabetes. And I had, had someone from Hong Kong and they had a different, and they're not dietitians and they're just volunteering because they, they're interested in nutrition. Um, but they have a little different slant on how you attack diabetes. And part of that was to lower your carbohydrate intake. And that was a pop, that's a popular idea. And, but, they didn't address the lowering the fat. And um, what I know is that, you know, too much fat in your diet can contribute to um, uh, insulin resistance. And um, there's a really good um, visual uh, video that's done by Dr. Michael Greger. At, he's at nutritionfacts.org. It's N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N-F-A-C-T-S.org. And you just type in insulin resistance. And um, it's a really good visual to see how, you know, fat in your diet can contribute to your insulin not working and getting um, your blood, glu your glucose into your muscles which raises your blood glucose, which may, you know, raises, um, what we were measuring the blood glucose levels. Um, and it wasn't the most scientific we were raised, we were measuring it in Fiji with a finger stick and often people had not, um, fasted, which you want to do. Um, so it wasn't that scientific, but when you have these super high levels and the range is four to seven and you're seeing people coming in with, you know, 20 to 25, it's pretty safe to say that even if they had fasted, it's, it's, um, it's probably too high. And, um, you know, they cook with a lot of oil and I worked really hard trying to share recipes and do taste testings of people to try things with no oil, but it's really requires a paradigm shift. Uh, they think they have to cook with oil and, um, I know that that's not true because I, I don't cook with oil and I'm hoping those of you that are trying on this plant-based lifestyle 
that you're finding the same thing, that once you get rid of the oil in your diet and you kind of get rid of that, um, that mouth feel that comes with it, that it really actually, the oil actually masks the flavors of your foods rather than enhances them. So when you get rid of it, you can actually taste the foods better. And, uh, you know, I, I just, that was a really hard sell. That was a hard sell to the people in Fiji because they're so used to doing it one way. And the new, the, the level of nutrition information is far lower there. Um, they, you know, here in the U S I mean, you're bombarded with nutrition, um, uh, information all the time. Uh, you can easily Google stuff. You can, I mean, you can Google wrong stuff, but you can Google right stuff too and, and get information. And, you know, if you're really looking for an answer and there's a lot of, uh, really good resources that are reputable, um, about these issues, um, you can always, you know, like the American Heart Association has a great information on, uh, saturated fat and the research around that. So, um, but that's not true in Fiji. It's, it's less so. And so it's a really basic, um, level of nutrition that we're teaching, just trying to get them to start thinking about, um, what they're eating and what it, what it's, you know, comprised of. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, uh, obesity, and, you know, we, we know that um, we don't know if there's some debate whether obesity causes diabetes or diabetes causes obesity. And the, the point is, is it, you know, um, just for sheer movement and getting around and all those things, having an ideal body weight, whatever that is for you, um, it may not be what you see in the magazine. So keep that in mind. Whatever is ideal for you. Um, is is a healthier option to try to be at a, in a range that's a healthy, ideal body weight for you. And, you know, um, the BMI measurements we were doing in Fiji, you know, BMI is not the best measure. Uh, it doesn't take into account really, um, you know, body structure and how you're kind of put together, which is different for everybody. So that was um, a little bit of a challenge. But you know, the hip to waist ratio was a little more telling. And we saw people where I couldn't even, the, the measuring tape didn't fit. So it's pretty safe to say that, you know, some of their health issues that showed up on paper with the, the blood sugars and the, the blood pressures, you know, certainly could be contributed to by their, their um, large body size. So, um, you know, I don't want to dwell on weight so much, but we know that, um, you know, there is, it's kind of all goes together. Um, and uh, there's not a certain number that you have to be. I mean, there's a range. So if you can be in the range and the point is you can still be um, he healthier if you're moving. And that was one of the big things down there is, people didn't exercise at all. Um, they, uh, historically they were very active people and, you know, living close to the earth and, you know, farming and fishing and growing their own vegetables. And, um, you know, just like in the U S that, that lifestyle has changed and, uh, that you see a lot more, um, one of the bad things that is they're, getting from the U S is all the fast food and the packaged food and the snack foods. And, and, 
you're seeing the same health issues down there. So if they could eliminate the imported foods and, and keep their active lifestyle, I think their traditional diets probably would still be um, okay uh, and use less oil. Of course, that's become an increase as well. So uh, anyway, you know, that's Fiji, but the same health problems are here in the U S and face us here. And um, I think it's important to look at your oil intake, try not to cook with it. Look at your, um, uh, you know, granola bars and some of the healthy foods that we think we eat and just see, see what they have um, on the back. You know, you can make all those things yourself. Um, and a lot, a lot of times oil's put in there because they think the public wants it. And, um, and they're also very laden with sugar. And um, the study that came out that looked at saturated fat, and they basically pointed the finger at carbohydrates. They said, it's not saturated fats that's causing these problems, it's carbohydrates. Well, you know, what they were looking at, at were at like super refined carbohydrates, the sugar, um, you know, snack, snack, you know, really refined stuff. And um, what they found is saturated fats not vindicated. Um, they're both equally bad. So again, that's why plant-based eating, they call it whole foods plant-based is because you want to be eating the whole, the whole food. So you want to go back to the less processed carbs. So whole grains rather than, you know, um, white bread. And, um, that's, that's the distinction. And unfortunately, when people read the headlines, they don't necessarily see that distinction that, oh, it's carbs, carbs, you know, and that was the thing when I was in Fiji, I don't go back to Fiji, but that was one of the things when I kind of butted heads with some of the other people counseling was that, you know, these people eat cassava and uh, sweet potatoes and these really um, complex carbohydrates that they often will boil, which is really good. Sometimes they'll fry it, which isn't as good, but they're telling them not to eat that. And those things are affordable and they are readily available to them and they're, they're whole. So the fact that they're eating those and it fills them up, you know, weren't a bad thing. What they needed to do is basically cut out the oil, use less oil and eat more leafy greens as well. So a lot of them don't eat a lot of leafy greens unless it's in coconut oil. And, you know, they eat some, some of them would eat a lot more um, meat and saturated fat in, in their, in their meats. So, um, and, and oddly enough, you'd think on the island they'd eat a lot more fruit than they did, but they, they didn't. So I'm curious to see how the statistics, you know, my stats pan out with all those findings. But, um, you know, they eat what they can afford and that's available to them. And the cassava is one of those things. So they needed to be counseled on, yeah, it's okay to eat that. Just don't fry it and, and add in these vegetables, you know, as well. So, and cut down on the saturated fat in the, in the meats. Um, in the Indian population, you saw a lot of curry and um, Indian foods are really popular uh, food here in the U.S. because it's often vegetarian and which is awesome. And culturally and religious reasons, they eat they eat vegetarian. Um, the downfall is they use a lot of ghee, which is a clarified butter. 
And then they also use a lot of oil, which they are convinced, the ones I dealt with, were convinced they needed to do to use their Indian spices. But I've been home and I've been able to mimic many of the uh, foods I had there um, that taste equally as good to me um, without any oil. So I, I'm not convinced that those spices need, I, I, I don't know, that there are some special fat soluble or fat fatty type needed spices. Um, it, it just hasn't been true on, on, you know, from what I've experimented with. Um, it's just, I think what it is, it's kind of what they believe they have to do because they've done it that way all the time. So again, it's shifting their paradigm to say, you know, it may taste a little different at first, but, um, you know, for the long, for your longevity and for your health, this is a, a transition and a, a shift you have to make because, um, you know, the life expectancy down there is, is very different than what it is here in the U S um, and the, the world health organization, you know, for men, it's it in the Fijian men in, in, in Fiji, um, both ethnic groups, it's only the age of 67 compared to the U S um, life expectancy for men is 76. And when you're at the end of your life, six years, I wouldn't mind having an extra six years. And for women, um, females in, in Fiji, their life expectancy is 73. And, and in the U S it's 81. So, um, what I can tell you is I, you know, you don't see a lot of, um, old men, there. And of course, there's always the exceptions. And I met a few that when I've been smoking and drinking and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 70 years old. Um, but they're not, they're not the norm. And um, that's true here as well. You always hear those people and it's a gamble. Do you want to try that? It's up to you. So, so that's my blurb, cut out the saturated fat, which you're doing if you're eating plant-based and then really work hard on um, limiting all your other oils, even your plant-based oils. Um, I, I just think it's it's in the long run better. I know people believe in the um, olive oil and the Mediterranean diet, which there's a really good article um, out about, does that really even exist? Because um, if you go to Mediterranean countries, it's not what they eat there is not anywhere near what the Americans have interpreted the Mediterranean diet to be. Um, but anyway, I think uh, just remember less processed and um, you know, I, I think whole foods just think, you know, in its wholer form is always better. And because you're getting the fiber and all the things that nature intended to come with that whole food, anytime you start messing with that and refining it, you're, um, you're cutting some of that stuff out. And when you take something out, often other things are put back in to make it taste good, which is often sugar, salt, and fat. So just remember that. And as always, uh, keep sending me your questions. I love responding to them. And you can find me, as you know, if you've been listening, um, on Instagram under Veghead Speaks. I I'm on Facebook as well. Um, you know, like me on Facebook and um, I have a blog at WordPress. It's um, you can go to veghead-speaks.com and read some of my, my musings on there. And um, yeah, Twitter, I'm on Twitter as well. Um, 
And I like to retweet some of the my favorite people I like to follow, like Dr. Greger or Neil Barnard, who are experts in the field of plant-based nutrition, Dr. McDougall, there's many. And so you can follow me, which I tweet, retweet their stuff, um, or follow them, you know, even better, get, go straight to the source. So um, it's always good. Um, also, you uh, can listen to my podcast on, um, I'm on eight platforms, I think now. Uh, we finally hit the 500 listen marks, which is pretty exciting. And uh, so it's a slow process, but we're getting the word out. So, and um, yeah, so Facebook, Twitter, blog, Instagram, all those things. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. And I thank you again for listening. And I wish you um, good luck with making your daily food choices. And remember that it's Every meal is an opportunity. Do not beat yourself up if you choose something that maybe doesn't fall into your ideal health food category. Um, it's a process. And um, keep exercising because exercise is goes hand in hand. Keep finding good mental health with uh, stress release type pro uh, projects and activities. And it's... Um, you know, it's many facets. It's not just what you're putting in into your body. It's, it's, you know, your social relationships, all those things. So um, keep up the good work. And again, thanks for listening. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks.